Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. Happy New Year's, y'all. I hope y'all had a safe and happy New Year. Um... I did, absolutely. No, I I didn't do nothing. It snowed here, so we got um, (laughs) a lot of snow, and then I got stuck in the snuck. I got stuck in the snow and and had to dig my car out. So that was my my New Year Day. So um, hopefully you all had a great, safe New Year. Well, it was safe because, look, here y'all is. Y'all can hear me. So y'all had a safe new year, but let's get to it. Um, Our next story is so crazy and it's one of my biggest fears. Like I fear knowing somebody and that that end up being the person that kills me. Like, okay, not that I ever want somebody to kill me, but it's one thing if you know me and you kill me. And then it's one thing if you don't know me. And you kill me. I mean, probably it don't matter once I'm dead. But here's the thing. <laughs> in my mind, when I think about it, I feel some type of way. And people are always like, well, you know, you got to get to know somebody. Because, you know, if you know somebody, you know, then you know if they crazy or not. No, Sarah, that's not true. <laughs> like, you can know somebody for years And then they decide, I'm going to kill you. And then you can know somebody for six months. And then they decide they're going to kill you. Like, it, I don't think there's a time limit on killing. I don't think there's a book (laughs) or a a manual that tells you, okay, look, this is the guide on how you kill people. And so it sucks because that's what happened with our next um, toxic love story gone wrong. Um, Dominique was this young girl she of course she was beautiful and she was spoiled and although her parents weren't together like in a relationship they were co-parenting together so she didn't ever want for anything so by the time she was 16 she was pregnant but it wasn't like okay well she was pregnant and now I'm gonna get a job and I'm gonna get my hustle on and make sure that I'm gonna provide for my kid she decided that she was gonna get pregnant again and again and so by the time she was 20 she was a mother of three kids with one on the way and so and it wasn't like she was trying to work um everything that I looked into and I read and stuff said that her goal was to find her a military man and where she stayed at in North Carolina I guess was kind of like a base and so it wasn't uncommon to run into them now I couldn't find out if all of the other children of her father were military men but I know that she was looking for one like if she was on the hunt that's what she was on the hunt for so um she's pregnant now and she's single newly single and she meets this guy and his name is Marquise and she 
falls in love with him. He's in the military and she knows this because he's stationed there. And I'm sure if you all know about the military, you know, a lot of times you'll get stationed from one location to the next location. And so this particular time he was stationed in North Carolina where she, where she was at and they ended up meeting and like fell in love lust fast and started spending every day together and hanging around each other all the time and just like booed up and I guess Dominique is like hey look let me tell you I'm pregnant and I guess at first she didn't want to because she was nervous and I mean I can understand that like I'm dating you and you probably don't want to like walk into a relationship with a woman who already has three children and then she's already pregnant with one so I could see her being apprehensive about telling him but apparently that wasn't an issue for him because he went in head first and was like I don't care I love you and your kids and I want to make it work and you know saying all the right things at all the right times and of course Dominique I'm assuming I could be wrong is looking for love in all the wrong places because you you have these four children and here you are starting a new relationship with another man who isn't the father of any of your children so um and not only that but some of her friends were saying that you know she was she was looking for love and a lot of times when you look for love um if you don't know what love looks like then you can think love is something that it's not. And if you don't love yourself, then you also can think love is something that it doesn't look like. I know for a long time when I didn't love myself, love looked toxic to me. And I think that's why I'm so attracted to these stories because um, I have a heart for all the people involved in it. Like I remember when I was looking for dudes who didn't have nothing so that I could take care of them just so that I could prove that they needed me. Like you, you have to be with me because if you leave, you don't have a car. If you leave, you don't have a roof over your head. Like that's toxic love right there. Like nobody should be with somebody because somebody is forcing them to. And I used to do that bull crap. I used to like, be like, Hey, you know, I got to um, I got a car and you don't have a car. So, you know, well, you need me now. <laughs> you don't got a car. I mean, I, I need you to have a car. Like, I mean, I understand if times are hard, you know, and then, or, you know, your car breaks down, but if you have no goals or no objectives to get a car, then you better get around. That's all I'm saying. And I said what I said. So that's what I said. But I, um, I think that she was looking for love and she thought that she found it. And of course, her, and this is me thinking in her mind, um, he must really love me because, you know, here this man is in the military and I have these three kids and one on the way and he got me a place to stay and he loves me. And, you know, so she's thinking like, oh, wow, I finally found the one. But he's married. He has a whole wife in Alabama that thinks that he's just gone on, you know, active duty and he's doing what he's supposed to do at his job. And she's at home, you know, being a nurse, help, helping at, you know, nursing homes and traveling state to state to feed the homeless, thinking her husband is doing what he's supposed to be doing. But now you out here chilling with Dominique and her crew. 
two live crew. You out here chilling with the kids, going to the park, playing daddy. So you playing daddy now. But yeah, that's that's what he was doing. And so Ashley's calling him like, hey, babe, what's going on? And like, you know how it is once, you know, the dude start feeling himself and he got somebody who who liked the way he smelled, he started moving differently. And so he not answering our phone calls and he not sending money and, you know, he not paying bills. And Ashley's like, okay, <laughs> I got you. I'm going to call you at Commanders. And um, I don't know because I wasn't ever married to anyone in the military. Um, <clears throat> wasn't fortunate. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, but I know that my sister was. And one of the things that when she was married to him, she, um, he would always stress was like, you know, dudes would always get in trouble because they would cheat. And the wives knew the first thing to do was to call their commander and like, Hey, look, this is what's going on. Like even bill collectors, um, if they couldn't get a hold of them at the time, um, he would say they would call their commanders because it's a really big thing, like family and taking care of your bills. That's a huge thing. So Ashley was like, listen, you want to play? I can play too. So she calls his commanders and he, she's like, listen, he, he's not answering my phone calls. He don't want to fool with me. I don't know what happened. Like, can y'all please talk some sense into him? And I think she legit wanted to know what was going on with her husband. I don't think that she was being messy when she called. I think that she was a wife who wanted to find out what was going on with her husband and he wasn't giving her the time of day. So she had to use the resources that she had available and I don't see anything wrong with it. And he did though. So Dominique is listening to him vent like, oh yeah. And she's messing with my finances and, and she's messing with my money. And you know, this is going to affect us. And Dominique is probably like, yeah, like, I don't want to lose this man. Like, this man is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I don't want him to go nowhere. I need him. Like, so whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do for you. And so then they come up with this plan that, okay, not that Marquise is going to divorce his wife and move on with his life and, you know, come over here and play daddy to this woman and her kids because he doesn't have children with any of either of the women. So he could have left Ashley and been done with the situation. I mean, he might have had to pay some type of, you know, spousal support, but it it wasn't like he was going to be paying child support or he had to deal with her for the next couple of years um, or for the rest of the, the child's life. So he could have just left the situation alone but he decided that that would have been too easy she had to go period he was pissed off because she called his commanders and he had a bad taste in his mouth about her but here's where it goes back to where i was talking about before it wasn't like him and ashley had just met a couple of years ago marquise and ashley had known each other since grade school they or high school sweethearts. So they had been knowing each other since they were kids. This wasn't somebody who he met on POF and they just had a hookup and here we are two years later. No, these two people grew up together. They shared secrets, they moments. So if they knew each other in grade school, then they 
shared graduation, him going to the service. I mean, he was in the military and he was getting awards. He was like a Lance Corporal officer. So he had moved up. So I'm assuming that Ashley was there with him every step of the way while he was moving up. So for him to just decide, okay, well, she has to go is just so crazy. And so that's why I say you never know when somebody snaps, they snap and it's not a time frame on the snapping. Um, they decide that they're going to go from North Carolina to Alabama. This is a nine hour drive. So nine hours, you guys, nine so for nine hours, you all are driving and not one time does somebody say, maybe this is not the best thing that we should do. So nine hours, y'all are driving to Alabama and Ashley is thinking that, okay, Marquise is coming because he wants to talk to me because he told her, look, we need to talk. We need to come to some type of re resolution. And I'm sure she thought, okay, he wants to make things better because this is my husband. This is my high school sweetheart, like my best friend. Like this is my boo. I know we done been through some stuff, but this is my babe. So I'm sure that he wants to talk. So when he gets there, um, they go to, they go to the waffle house, they eat and his words, uh, Marquise's words is they eat and they talk and then they get into an argument and Ashley hits him. So he gets pissed off and he gets a gun and then he forces her to wait in the car while he drives to his mother's house. Well, when he gets to his mother's house, guess who's there waiting? Dominique. So they force Ashley in the trunk of the car and they start driving. Well, Ashley, of course, I'm sure, because I can't even imagine, like I'm claustrophobic. Me thinking about her being in the trunk of the car is making me anxious. Like I'm anxious for her. Um, she's in the trunk of the car. She pulls the latch and she gets out of the car and she starts running. Well, Marquis sees this and he gets out of the car and he starts chasing her. Now, Ashley's running for her life. So I can only imagine that she is like running like a track star. But Marquise is right behind her. And then he just starts shooting and he shoots and two shots hit her in the back, um, but she doesn't give up. Ashley, listen, Ashley was a fighter. She doesn't give up. She gets up and she starts running because she sees a house. And I can only think that she's like, if I could just make it to this house, if I could just get to this house, somebody at this house can save me. But Marquise walks up on her and shoots her in the forehead. Y'all, grade school, okay? Shoots her in the forehead after he shoots her in the forehead. He decides that he wants to get back in the car. And at this point, because remember, I told y'all that Dominique was in the car and then Ashley got out the car and she started running. So Dominique is not in the same place where Ashley is shot. Marquise leaves her on a stranger's doorstep to die. Okay. Just leaves her there. They get back in the car. They go back to Marquise's mom's house. They get some clothes, some cleaning supplies, and then they decide that they're going to go back home and live, and live happily ever after, like nothing happened. Okay, well, yeah, something happened. Y'all just killed this woman and left her there to die. So Ashley's dad is looking for her because 
of course, Ashley told him, like, you know, I'm going to go talk to Marquise, my husband. We're going to see, you know, where we're at, where things stand. And, you know, I'll let you know what's going on. You know, like you tell your parents, hey, I'm I'm going to go. You know, I don't know why he thought she wouldn't tell someone. Maybe he didn't care. I don't know. Maybe he was just that angry that he was that angry that she called on him because he was cheating and and had checked out of the marriage. He was that angry. Um, but Ashley's dad uh, told the police, listen, the last person who she was with was her husband. So when they questioned Marquise at first, he's like, no, I wasn't there. I, I wasn't in Alabama. And then they gently remind him of the phone records because his phone records and Ashley's phone records indicate that they were there. And Dominique's phone records indicates that she was there too. So somebody needs to talk. So then they go talk to Dominique. Well, Dominique, she tells it all. She's like, listen, this is what happened. He said that she was trying to take him for his money and that she had to go. And I just drove down there and I didn't know. I didn't really think that he was going to do it. Um, I wasn't there when it happened, but he got in the car and he just told me to shut up and, and we just went back home. But she did say that she heard the gunshots. Um, so at this time, you know, Marquise is like, I might as well just tell the truth. And so he tells them that, okay, listen, I went down there to talk to her. She got upset with me. She hit me. And then I blacked out. And I don't remember what happened. Well, you don't remember chasing her. You don't remember putting her in the trunk of the car. You don't remember standing over her and shooting her in the forehead. Like, I just, oh, that just breaks my heart because I could just see it. Like, that, the last thing that you see is the person who you've known forever killing you over something that you didn't do. Something you, you weren't wrong for doing. Like, you were in the wrong for cheating on me. You were in the wrong for having a whole nother life. You were in the wrong for lying, but now I have to die. Like, it, it just baffles my mind. So, anyway... Dominique um, pleads guilty and she's sentenced to life in prison. And so now she doesn't get to see her four children grow up. She doesn't get to, you know, she doesn't get, I mean, of course, pictures, but you don't get to be there to hug them when they graduate, when they graduate or when they have, you know, bad days like that. As a parent, that's one of my biggest hurts is that when my child hurts, I can't fix it. So to know that the only thing that I can do is be there is my only saving grace. So to imagine that I can't be there because I'm in jail because of a decision I made behind a man that I had only known. These people had only been dating for y'all nine months nine months they have been dating for nine months you threw your whole life away over somebody you had only been dating for nine months it's just always oh, so sad it's just the saddest thing ever but you know that's <laughs> that's how our toxic love stories go wrong um we definitely hope that she has a relationship with her children and hopefully they're able to forgive her for the choices that um, she made. I don't feel like that our decisions are who we are. 
I feel like we make decisions, but I don't feel like they define us because we all make bad choices. And like I say all the time, we're, we're, we could all be one bad choice away from being in jail. You know what I mean? We've all been angry to the point where <laughs> we've been like, listen, uh, I, I know we've been there. But so, you know, I, I hope that even with Dominique, I hope that she hasn't let this 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 mistake define her hopefully she's asked for forgiveness and she's reached out to the family and hopefully she's making amends in whatever way she sees fit whatever way she sees fit but um I just pray the best for everybody involved the family of Ashley and they were hurt because they were like listen we knew him. He grew up with us. Like, you know, we never would have expected this from him. And you hear that a lot with people who were with someone for a long time. You're like, I never would have expected that they would do that. He came to our family functions and he was the father of our godson and he married us and all this stuff. But honestly, you never know. You never know. You just got to stay prayed up. And I'm praying that y'all have a great week. Y'all stay safe and y'all tune in next week to our next Toxic Love Story Gone Wrong. And if you love this one, meet us over on our Instagram page, Such a Lady 30. Let's talk. Let's chat. See you over there. All right, y'all.